Hey friends, it's the Deaf Sentence for this week. We're going to be having Jamelia Azuz from Ithaca uh, to talk about, let me see, uh, Hollow Earth, uh, Soy, Nicki Minaj, just normal metal stuff. Uh, but some uh, podcast news first. We've got a Patreon now. You can go to patreon.com forward slash death sentence and you can give us money. Uh, we will be using that to, you know, do stuff like buy landed a good microphone, um, somehow make it so my computer's fan doesn't keep, it's not always on, so you don't have to like, you know, it, it's just always there in the background. It's terrible. Um, um, you know, and it does actually take us a fuckload of time to actually make these shows. You know, the, the, the shows where it's just like four stoned guys on beanbags talking about politics, uh, those are very easy to make because they take no talent and all those people are terrible. But uh, I've got to like read books for this, like full ass books. Like you ever read a 600 page book in a week? Yeah, me neither technically, but I tried. But uh, so, yeah, uh, we need your money and um, we're going to spend on drugs and um so yeah patreon.com forward slash death sentence and uh here's the interview Wear that with a badge, as a badge of pride. Yeah. Uh, Functionally, I'm introduced now. You are, yes. Hello, <laughs> I'm Miller. It's time. Okay. Hey. I'm also. I'm, I'm Gareth. Hi. Um, <laughs> Hi, Gareth. <laughs> okay, so we're just gonna do, as you could probably tell, of a ramshackle and um, uh, often digressing interview kind of with you but probably it won't okay. be an interview it'll be more just us talking about stuff uh-huh. uh, okay so and we'll play the music you uh suggested so because yeah. those were some damn good suggestions and <laughs> thanks <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea why we didn't have never played uh see space cowboy in the show before because they're like totally my shit yeah. They're a band that's tight, and also they reference Space Cowboy. Wait, yes. wait, oh, wait. oh, oh, no! <laughs> then my brain went, no, I meant to say Outlaw Star, and that's also not correct. No, it's not. You've you've lost all your weeb cred now. I've lost it now. Weep now I can't. Cred. I can't oh host God. Anime Corner anymore. <laughs> no, I'm taking over now. You <laughs> ruined your terrible Anime Corner. All right. <laughs> Like, see, so, see, Space Cowboy. Like, everyone, everyone kept telling me to listen to them for ages, and um, they're like one of the hype bands now, right? Um, yeah, and they're cool. I, I don't like. I don't know. Or if you ask all my bandmates, all I do is listen to conspiracy theory podcasts. I don't even really listen to music. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. We need some. We need some recommendations. What conspiracy theory podcasts do you listen to? There's this like there's this conspiracy theory podcast called Those Conspiracy Guys, um, which, which <laughs> very is, nonchalant. Yes, yeah, uh, and it's these these Irish 
comedians that were the ex-comedians and they started this conspiracy theory podcast and it like it's like ruined like the past two years of my life I don't know what's happened I don't <laughs> I don't remember the past two years of my life because of this podcast but um yeah well, that's what I'm they want a... well <laughs> yes I'm I'm basically a 40 year old dad now so uh, I feel like it's it's a mum thing to be into like true crime conspiracy podcasts. That, you think so? That tells a mum thing. Yeah. Yeah. Tr- no, true crime is. Yeah. True crime very much. Conspiracies probably. Yeah, I don't know if it's totally gendered. True crime, though. I'm. I'm gonna be totally sexist and say that's a very much a lady thing. Yeah. It is. It is weirdly a gendered space. It doesn't really make any sense for it to be, but. But it is. <laughs> I, I, had a good, I had a good take on that um, by why uh, women are so interested in true crime. Okay. And that's because, you know, they have to kind of train themselves in their regular everyday lives to spot dangerous men. So they look mm-hmm. at like the most dangerous men as a way of like training them themselves to spot them IRL. Hey, fuck. Well, that's a really horrible but painfully believable reason. Yeah, it is. That that's I I can see that. And, um, that that right, sucks that's, right that's in the correct way. Yeah, yeah. That so I don't know if conspiracy theories have a, a similar thing. Mm. You can make a similar interpretation of what, or they're just I cool. I don't know. They I don't just cool. think so. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't think so. I think with conspiracy theories, for me, it's just like. I just find the whole thing fascinating. It's less like I, true crime and more um, like just just how wild it all is, and like I right? just find it fascinating. Like like where where do you arrive at these thoughts? Like when I told someone at work that one reason why I love flat earthers is because you know how <laughs> when you look at a projection a Mercator projection map and they show Antarctica as like a big ice barrier at the bottom of the Earth is that they think they think that's real. They yeah. think that's what Antarctica is. They literally cuz I was like, have you ever thought how does the water stay on the planet if we're flat in a big disk? Well, they have an answer for that. For some reason, for some reason they have an answer, and that's that Antarctica is also known as the Southern Ice Ring. And you might go, does that mean that they and it's like no, they believe south is out and north is in. Yeah. The yeah, North Pole is, is the center of the earth. Yes. No, right. east is counterclockwise. Oh, and yeah, west of course. is clockwise. Okay. I'll, I'll Which is make a note of that when I perfectly insane. The biggest debate in the flat earth world is whether the disc planet has a dome or not. I'm not oh, making yeah, that up. I know about this. Yeah. They get really mad at each other and are like, You've been bought out by a big globe because you don't believe in the dome. <laughs> They're like, how would a flat Earth without a dome even work? And it's like, that is a great question. That's a yeah. better question than you even know. <laughs> it's it's pretty <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> I have a book called Who Built the Moon. Oh, I've seen that. I, that was like okay. that was like lying around this hippie cafe I used to go to. It was always it's there. So, it's so fucking amazing. They posit that the Earth is man-made, hollow, filled with water. So that it can act as a fourth dimensional prison matrix to enslave our spirits. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. Right? I mean, hollow, hollow earth theory is like, 
I don't even know. I don't even want to go into that shit right now because we're never going to go into that. I want to go straight into Hollow Earth. That'd be cool. (laughs) Yo, okay. So on the note of Hollow Earth, have you read, this is a a bit to both of you, but more to Gareth because if the answer is no, we should definitely do an episode on it. So you know the movie The Descent about caving? Uh Uh-huh, yeah, with the cave monsters and stuff. Did you know that it's based on a novel? I didn't. And did you know that novel posits that we have a hollow earth with devil men living as a counterculture inside the planet? That's and so every cool. And insta- every instance of demons and demonology ever on earth, no matter the culture, are the hollow earth demon men coming up to the surface. I want that book so badly. I will there's, crawl there's across also, broken glass to get that. There's a civil war. Uh, there's a second book where there is a war that breaks out between the surface dwellers and the cave dwellers. That's so cool. They yeah, cut I all that. this for the movie. And yet the movie is still fucking lit. Yeah. The movie, they're just spooky dudes in a cave. But yeah, that that's really cool. Okay, I want that Fucking now. amazing. Shibuya, re- what's your favorite conspiracy theory? Um, oh, man, there are so many. There are so many. Like... I really, really love, um, what's it called? Harp. Like, oh, yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm so, yeah, the, what's it called? The High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program. Like, I'm deep into the shit. Like, I, I obviously know that it's ridiculous, but just the idea of, I don't know, I quite like the conspiracy theories that are almost believable. So not like big yeah, like harp like was, like was kind of real, right? There was an actual harp project. It, it was yeah, just kind of thing. like not too amazing. Real... Yeah, well, it it's existed, a... but yeah, it, it yeah, it was like a weather monitoring program in uh, in mm-hmm. Alaska. Was yeah, like super underwhelming. Oh, what yeah, I... they're like so... stations all over the globe. As much as they can be a bit political wankery, um, the fact that Muse had a stage show dedicated to harp and also UFOs once was pretty fucking lit. <laughs> yeah. Well, as like, like as uh, one, of, one of the worst bands that the UK has ever been responsible for. Oh, truly, yeah. I, can... <laughs> I think their, their songs are really good. I just wish that they no, were no. singing in Simlish. <laughs> So that way it's like, what's this about? And someone else is like, no one knows. It's in Simlish. And I'm like, tragic, isn't it? And they're like, yeah, too bad there's not some alternate world where we could find out they're actual huge libertarians despite being massive rage against the machine fans. That would be really weird. It's like, that would be weird. Thankfully, we don't live in that world. We live in the one where they sing in Simlish. You suck, but... I I shamefully like their music. Yeah, that's pretty shameful. But you know who is yeah. uh, big into UFOs and conspiracies and magic is Robbie Williams. What? Yes. You haven't yes, heard about he this? Yes, he is. He's, um, he's massively into the occult. Uh, he has gone to Skinwalker Ranch to look for UFOs and has found one. And oh, fought shit. A... I love Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, Robbie Williams has been there. He's like, that's a... insane. He's now well-respected in the UFO and conspiracy community as like a... It's just a, like a, one of them, just a regular guy. Oh my he's God. also happened to be like Britain's Justin Timberlake for like 20 years. Also, I don't remember who it was. It wasn't it wasn't Alan Moore or Grant Morrison, but it was someone of that same level in like contemporary pop occultism. It was like, yeah, no, Robbie goes to lodges all the time. He's that, was like Grant, yeah, that, was Grant, that was Grant Morrison. He, um, oh yeah. He, he was like, 
uh, Robbie Williams' tutor in the arts of chaos magics. He Fuck. taught. I need to look into this. Right? Yeah, Robbie Williams, massive uh, conspiracy guy now. He's also, like, his records are tight pop records. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a damn good pop musician. I know that um, ja- like Jazz Coleman is super into conspiracy theories, and I love Jazz <clears throat> Coleman, and I love <clears throat> Killing Joke. Um, yeah, yeah, like, they're cool. He's he's like yeah, he's super into like chemtrails and stuff, which is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> chemtrails are a good one because yeah, they're chemtrails literally everywhere. I love I love the idea that people literally can't wrap their heads around how jet engines work, and no matter how many times they're told, they're like, no, it just creates because of air pressure, it lowers the temperature there and causes condensation, and they're like, that can't be it. And they're like, no, yeah. it, it definitely is that. And they're like, no, it's chemicals, and they don't want us to know. It's like making them hover over the, the air of major metropolitan areas is a really weird way to make us not know. Yeah. <laughs> One of my one of my favorite ones is uh, recently that I was reading up on um, was weaponized tofu. Um, what? Oh, oh yeah, because of the soy. because of the estrogen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The weaponized tofu thing, which is fucking hilarious. Um, I love that there is science behind it, but it elides <laughs> like in order of magnitude how much tofu you'd have to eat. <laughs> yeah, it'd, it'd be like a it's house full of tofu. Yeah, you like have to eat your body weight in tofu like yeah. every day for months. <laughs> yeah, so dumb. It's so and, so dumb. And then there, then someone tried bringing it up. It's like you know that like beef has both estrogen and testosterone in it because that will come from literally any like living matter that you're eating. And they're like, mm-hmm. what? No, no. <laughs> 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 I'm like I'm fucking deep in this shit. Like, um, I think yeah, I said said to you the other day that I was going to see Nicki Minaj last night. Yeah, um, that was going to be my second point. Of how yeah, was it? Well, and how the, awesome was it? So, firstly, it was fucking ridiculous. It was like one of the best things I've ever seen. Um, and secondly, like I don't know, all my friends are like super used to me talking about conspiracy theories and stuff. And like halfway through the show, I kind of turned around and was like. Oh fuck yeah! So you know that like Nicki Minaj is part of MK Ultra, and they all just turn around, <laughs> just <laughs> at me and then burst out laughing. And they were like, "Okay, you can tell us about this later." <laughs> yeah, well, you can puts... tell us about that now if you want. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like the, the world needs to know. <clears throat> so it's basically that whole thing about um, obviously MK Ultra, the whole like mind control thing, and using. Yep. Um, certain trigger words to trigger like um well oh god kind of how they used to abuse people in order to get them to behave a certain way and then use certain trigger words and stuff like that yeah um, so uh for, for listeners at home mk ultra is literally what if the manchurian candidate were literally how that shit worked yeah exactly exactly <laughs> But it's, you know, MK Ultra is a very real thing that happened. And yeah. they're all experiments yeah. that actually happened. But there is a conspiracy theory that um, obviously Nicki Minaj has this alter ego called um, Roman, Roman Zelansky, I think. Roman Zelansky. Um, and there is a conspiracy theory that Roman <laughs> is, is the personality that is triggered because Nicki Minaj, and it's not just Nicki Minaj, it's loads of people in pop culture. Hey, yeah, they say that, like one. another one. They say that uh, Sasha Fierce is also a uh, yeah. persona that Beyonce puts on. 
yeah that's the other one yeah exactly and they're all part of this mk ultra experiment sort of thing um i love this shit fucking me too (laughs) one thing that i find mystifying as as a white person who likes conspiracy theory stuff just because it's like weird modern folk tales from people trying to grapple with how big and complex and confusing the world can be is how come so many of them just turn racist like just out of nowhere like you're like you're reading about like aliens and shit and you're like oh man this is a tight this is crazy there's it there it is there it's racist now yeah why is it racist like where yeah who who is like this is cool aliens and all but what if i said that that's all people of color it sounds like wait what and they're like white people are from earth and they're like following they're like no one else is and it's like okay why would you include that though what what's motivating this <laughs> i i haven't come across that too much you're lucky <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah there, there's some serious like a lot of flat earthers are seriously racist too i don't yeah, know how that fits in with the rest of it like, right you're like we're all just flat, on the same like, flat earth together man right <laughs> i didn't know that there was like a rate like a fa- racist aspect of the flat earth theory What's even better is there's anti-racist flat earthers who protest the racist flat earthers, which is like, it's, it's so fucking stupid that it's, that it loops all the way back around like six or seven times and it is uh, cool again. (laughs) We're like, how, what? (laughs) I mean, it's kind of admirable. Right? But it's like solidarity with the anti-racist flat earthers. Right? They're like, yo, the earth may be flat, but racism is wrong on any earth and i'm like that is weirdly poignant didn't expect that from you shame on me for that i guess yeah (laughs) yeah allies come in all kinds i guess the whole like um the whole nazi hollow earth thing is incredible as well yeah yeah (laughs) that that always kind of tickled me as well just the idea the idea of nazis living in the hollow earth They're like, Hitler didn't die. They're like, I'm pretty sure he died. Nah, he made it out. They're like, where did he make it out to? Where could hit? Where could fucking, you know, everyone knows what Hitler looks like, right? And literally no one liked Hitler. They're like, he went, he went to, um, inside. Like, he went inside. <laughs> what does that mean? It's like, inside Earth. He went inside Earth, like in a cave? They're like, yeah, but like really far. They're like, Hitler went really far into a cave. That's what you're doubling down on. They're like, yeah, and he lives there still. Because uh, he's also immortal. <laughs> like, what? It's like he mastered magic from Shambhala inside of the Hollow Earth. Because that's also part he's got of the spirit the destiny. Think... Man. It's the spirit destiny. That's how he does yeah. it. The Nazis think Shambhala, the Buddhist afterlife, or like a type of Buddhist heaven, is in the Hollow Earth, and that Hitler yeah. went there and is yeah. now immortal. Well, it's this whole like Nazi occult <clears throat> thing that they had going for a really long time. Yeah, it's just. Um... That in itself is fascinating, and it's also fucking insane. Like, absolutely they built insane. a cre- they built a creepy ass occult castle, mm-hmm. and and forged a real ass crown of gold out of stolen gold from across Europe. Yeah, and yeah. then all got literally murked. stole the spear of destiny in order to become invincible. Like that literally happened. There was like a project, yeah, and a budget for it, and there was paperwork for let's steal the Spear of Destiny and then become invincible. Also didn't work, take that, Christ. <laughs> yeah, it didn't, didn't really work out for yeah. them, did it? <laughs> lousy blood that didn't, doesn't even work. But, uh, right? Yeah. Well, but tell us more about Nicki Minaj. I mean, it, Nazis are fascinating too, don't get yeah. me wrong. But um, yeah, tell us more about what what is in a typical Nicki Minaj show? 
Um, I mean, firstly, it was fucking long. Like, it went on for a really long time, which is yeah, great. She plays for like two and a half great. hours, doesn't she? Yeah, but I, I wasn't expecting that because like your average hip hop show, specifically if you're <laughs> if it's a stadium show, you're kind of looking at an hour tops normally. Um, yeah, they don't really tend to play for that long. So I was like, fuck, man, this is really long, um, which was great. Um, and it was kind of, yeah, it was interesting because it was split up into kind of different segments, I guess. Um, so, so a lot like a bigger pop show then? Like where they'll have costume changes and set yeah, changes? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Awesome. Exactly, yeah. And like the first section was kind of like hip-hop bangers and then there was like a bit in the middle that was okay i mean there was a dj who came out and he had like a dj thing in the middle of the stage and they did this weird back and forth where they were like asking the audience what song they knew and then they were playing like sections from the songs and it was like quite scripted it was pretty shit and also the dj's name was dj booth which i i can't that's clever it's clever. I, I I got that right away. No, DJ but... DJ Booth? Uh, no, DJ Booth. But like Booth with like an F, like Booth. Oh, that's like even worse. A that, pun. Oh, yeah, that's that's, that's very clever. Mm, yeah, because yeah. it's not not only like a DJ Booth. It's also like putting drugs in your bum. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Incredible. I'm glad they referenced that in that show. <laughs> but he he like he just would not <clears throat> shut the fuck up. Like for, real, like, for real, we were just like, oh, my God, please shut up and let her just fucking do her thing. Um, and then he went away for a bit. And then it was like pop bangers and stuff. It was fucking great. It was really, really good. It was a really good stage show. She was amazing. The dancers were amazing. Costumes were amazing. It was like, but Is it going to uh, influence Ifka's live show going forward? Are you going to uh, start bringing in DJ Booth? And, um, you know, a bit bit more of a, a stage show, a bit, you know. I mean, from what I can tell, DJ Booth didn't look like he charges that much. <clears throat> so we might be in with a shot. We might be in with a shot, but I mean... Do a remix album. Yeah, we do a fucking remix album. Like, I wear sequins anyway, so we could fuck this up <laughs> quite easily, I'm sure. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was... It was, I don't know, I have a lot of feelings about it. It was really fun. It was really fun. So who goes, apart from you, who, who's like the, the audience from Nicki Minaj? I'm going to tell you. Well, yeah, that's the, that's the point of asking questions. Off. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, so, white people. That is who yep. goes. Oh, yeah, 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 I yeah. So, yeah, that checks out. That, yeah, was, that was it. And... It was like, an, I would say like 80 to 90% white audience, which was hilarious anyway, um, which kind of surprised me, but then also didn't. And then a lot of it was like white guys oh. rapping Nicki Minaj at their girlfriends. Which That's weird. Which amazing. Wow. The, the thing that pissed me off was because it was a lot of N-bombs being dropped by white guys, which fuck yeah. you. And That's then not... People, but also at the same time, them rapping about sucking cock to like their girlfriend, <laughs> which is like. Well, that's good. I, that's all right. I don't mind. There's that some bit. in the plus and the minus column. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. 
I tried to tally it all up and see whether uh, men are cancelled at the end of the show. Well, this this is it. But it's kind of that thing of like you just think they actually don't have a fucking clue what's going on. Like they're not paying attention wait, wait, to the white men don't have a clue what's going on. <laughs> That's wild. I've never. I'm gonna have to think about that one. That, that's my that's my hot take of 2019. There, I said it. Wow, um, damn. No, like this yeah. and Captain Marvel. Uh, between the two of this, these things, men are totally cancelled in 2019. Yeah. We're out here. We're changing the world. Um, yeah. Further, <laughs> faster, f- furious, and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it was just it, it was an incredible thing to witness. I think. I'd pay a lot of money to see a Fast and Furious uh, reboot where everyone is gender swapped except Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel's got to stay in. But aside from that, I would pay a lot of money to see that. You gender swapped The Rock? Yeah. You gender swapped The Rock? I mean, it's The Rock. And Jason Statham. Yeah, no, I'd swap both. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I I had heart palpitations. I would would pay a lot of. I would pay a lot of money to see that where everyone is gender swapped, but Vin Diesel is a car. <laughs> oh, shit, talking that would car. Be amazing. Yeah. Oh, that'd, that'd be great. Especially if it looks like a big, like if you stretched Vin Diesel out into a car shape. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like halfway through an animorph into a car. Yeah, yeah he's exactly. like He's like, beep, boop, get in me, I'm a car. I can't do a Vin Diesel voice, so I'm not going to try, but the, so they're like, come on, ladies, and they get car. inside a. Oh, have you seen Vin Diesel <laughs> singing uh, Stay by Rihanna? No. <laughs> yeah, that's on YouTube. I highly recommend it. So okay. for, uh, for his partner, who apparently was a big Rihanna fan, he uh, got a projector and played the music video against the wall of like an Italian flat that he was in and just sang it into like a karaoke system so he has that really shitty reverb on the vocals yeah and it's a a really really high quality youtube rip of this just like in-home vocal cover of stay by rihanna sung by vin diesel that sounds amazing Nicki minaj should get vin diesel to perform stay by rihanna on her next show i mean yes this is what we all want (laughs) yeah but speaking of musical performances uh, you picked a two songs that you would like to hear played on the show. So uh-huh. we're going to be totally professional here and play one of them. And then at the end <laughs> of the show, play another one. Yeah. So you'd like to introduce the first one? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, Sark, what is the first one? Let me... <laughs> what did I even... <laughs> <clears throat> uh, I'm trying to remember what I picked. Oh, yeah, I know what I picked. Uh, so the first one um, is, what is it? This is Infatuation Overkill by Grave Pleasures. Yeah, who I just discovered today because you sent it to me. And, <laughs> fucking um, adore this band. Fucking adore them. Yeah, right. I love them so much now that I've heard went, them like an hour ago. I went wild <laughs> when uh, the, the first band with most of the same lineup, Beast Milk, uh, dropped mm-hmm. their debut. Went fucking crazy for that. And then I was like, oh, no, they broke up. And then they were like, well, only kind of. We kicked out, like, two-fifths of the band and legally yeah. had to change the name. And I was like, oh. And they are like, but all the songwriters are still in. And I was like, yeah! <laughs> cool. So good. Well, I like these so smoke, so Yeah. So, yeah, this is Great Pleasures with Infatuation Overkill.
was Grave Pleasures with Infatuation Overkill. They are two, three-fifths of Beast Milk, perhaps? Something like that. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. a ratio to, of Beast Milk. Also, yeah. the main the vocalist is the same uh, lead vocalist for Hex Vessel. Totally yeah, different How do I not know there. this? Like, I've, I've totally right? slept on this band. They're amazing. Okay, they're yeah, amazing. they're cool as fuck. Yeah, okay. they're fucking wicked. They're like, I heard them for the first time not that long ago. And I, I was like, yeah, I didn't realize that it was these people from these other bands that I liked because I'm like, was like a bit out of the loop. Um, yeah. Was like, oh fuck, it's... this is amazing. <clears throat> but yeah, if you look like... up, are you going? So, oh, I was just going gonna... <laughs> to say that like, it's fucking weird because they like straddle that really weird place that doesn't exist in between like post punk and new wave. And they sound like super new wave, but like the, the it also sounds a bit like ghost. I don't know. It's fucking weird. I just love it. Yeah, they have a. And if you look at like um, the members in it, they're all in a bunch of other like really fantastic like uh, yeah. metal and uh, like weird folk bands and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's that beautiful period where they existed right next to uh, Tribulation in Solitude and the the, the earlier period of Ghost. Yeah. I'm controversially a fan of every Ghost record, but definitely there were more metal in that earlier period. But yeah, there was that weird space where like all this metallic, gothy post-punk was coming out all at once, and it was like, ah, shit, yes, yeah, yeah. I'm liking that. I'm, I only, I'm liking that. <clears throat> Sorry, go on. I only got into Grave Pleasures because I I think one of the guys from Grave Pleasures is in Aranzi Pazuzu. Um, oh. I might be wrong about that, but that would be so tight. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you guys listen to Aranzi Pazuzu. Yeah, around, I oh, yeah. love them. I love Aranzi Pazuzu, but I think it's like the drama or something um, is from Aranzi Pazuzu. Or... Aranzi Pazuzu have a uh, a new collaborative record coming out called like 
dark psychedelic orchestra. It's some really bad title, but you look at who they're collaborating with and they decided to make a giant, like two hour long kraut rock track. And you're like, what? Yes. (laughs) You know exactly what I wanted. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're you're going to like dry hump that record, aren't you? Yeah. And I'm also going to cry. Good. Mm -hmm. You better record that. Might, it might cause a mental breakdown in me as well. That'd be amazing. That's how you, if you're going to go, that's how you go. Right? We Just, all got to go somehow. Yeah. But um, speaking of metal bands, Jamelia's <laughs> uh, <coughs> in one. They're called Ithaca, and they're really fucking fantastic. They are an incredible band. Yeah. If, yeah like, seriously. <laughs> like, like I, I was just like refreshing my memory of you even though i listened to language of injury like 10 times since it came out like um impulse crush was such an incredible song it's like up there with like peak converge but also sounds like more industrial than most industrial bands (laughs) so it's like if fear factory and converge were the same band but also a much more incredible and also just regular-ass folks from South London. That's fucking wild, because we, uh, we never get the industrial kind of angle, I guess. We never get people drawing that kind of parallel <coughs> with what we do. But actually, I don't know, it, it's not explicit, but I, I think you can, you can maybe see that kind of stuff in there just from maybe like the drums and, um, yeah, some, some of the kind of... Yeah, I don't know, some of, some of the stuff that's on the album, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I, for some reason I keep bringing up Fear Factory, and they're not even a good band. So I don't <laughs> want to be... Like, they, they were a good band for, like, two albums. Yeah, yeah. And they were almost a good band for a couple more. Okay. They're very nearly a good band. Okay. <laughs> I mean, in the, in the way their, their guitar, <clears throat> the way they played sounded like machines playing. And yeah. you've kind of got that vibe, especially on Impulse Crush, where you've got that, you get like, mm-hmm. that was a terrible impression, but you get what I mean. It's it's very, it sounds very uh, inorganic, but still super, hu- like, human about it. It's like a robot cyborg music. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it is, tr- yeah, like I said, really incredible band. If anyone hasn't uh, listened to Language of Injury, then just stupid and you should go away <laughs> don't <And> go away <laughs> Listen no to go the away <laughs> no you're not even allowed at this point you've missed out you've, you've had a you've had chance it's been yeah. out for a month and a half mm-hmm. uh what are you what have you guys been doing for the last month and a half apart from you know a bit of touring and playing shows how has it has it been having this like super good album that everyone's into out uh it's been great it's been fucking ridiculous yeah i'm like constantly exhausted just because (laughs) there's so much stuff to do but that's definitely not a complaint yeah it's we we kind of never expected the reaction that we got from the album um which i think a lot of people say but i mean that genuinely we just never really expected as many people to care about it as as this <laughs> so uh yeah it's been fucking cool we've been playing some shows um and then just kind of organizing some more tours and festivals and stuff and just i guess just talking to loads of people about it yeah 
and now you've like hit rock bottom and talking to us man yep. it's a fucking the, we're scraping absolute, the bottom of the barrel absolute bottom of the press cycle here <laughs> it's been but, a quiet week mate <laughs> <laughs> so but in speaking of shows you're uh playing with uh anil nakraft and fifth um Echococ? i'm sure i've pronounced both of those incorrectly because i i've read them a lot but i've never yeah. heard them said out loud um Anonathrak and, uh, and Akakoka. Oh, is there an extra syllable in there? I had no idea. There's an E on the end of it, which I don't know. Oh, Every, I everyone, I, everyone I know pronounces it as Akakoka, so I feel like Akakoka. Yeah, I feel like that's, that's how nice. I should pronounce it, but I mean maybe I'm wrong as well. I don't know. Yeah. Also, you very nearly said Anonathrak and Fear Factory. Which is really good. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I have no idea why I'm getting super into Fear Factory on this particular day. I could just have to like listen to Fear Factory now. Get out of your two good albums. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, those two bands, uh, not Fear Factory, are yeah they're like big in UK metal. They're like yeah, without going to like Judas Priest and Iron Maiden, they're like as big as you can get for extreme metal in the UK. Yeah. And so, and, you're supporting them off like a month and a half after your first album. Yeah. That's cool as hell. It's cool as fuck. I can't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't even, I'm still baffled. I'm baffled as to how <laughs> this is happening. <laughs> well, um, step one was you put out a dope record. <laughs> that's a pretty good, that's a good way to, to start that train. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, then, yeah. From what I heard, from what I heard, Anon Athrak um, personally requested us to play that cool. show. That's fucking is, tight. Cool. That's you fucking can, insane. Like we, like we 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 grew up listening. We grew up listening to Anon Athrak, and I Same. never thought I never thought I would like hear the day when Anon Nathrak likes our music. <laughs> so it'd be hard for me because like talk if I ever was in the same room as them because i would be like so guys the dubstep bits in your album hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would put my foot in there pretty 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 quickly oh yeah but i'm like that anyway like my my whole life is saying things and then regretting them afterwards but i mean same yeah, it's- yeah. <laughs> many instances where i've done that have been recorded and put out on the internet for everyone to hear we like yeah, to you can edit I can, but I'm also incredibly lazy. I'm, yeah, I'm hugely okay. self-conscious, but also just nah about literally everything. Our, so singular, to be in. our singular editing praxis is to find all the bits where we hate that we said it and just try to mush them all together and hope that it overloads the listener to yeah. such a degree that they can't adequately respond anymore. Yeah, I just want people to think like, mm-hmm. my God, did he say that? Is he be, really arguing right. that uh, Marlon James is a gamer? And, uh, <laughs> which people seem to react very badly to. I really... Yeah, but, they, didn't like, they didn't like that revelation. Still stand by it. Yeah, seems, I'd die for that. I'd die for that. Uh, seems opinion, nearly but, 100%. Yeah. People okay. surprisingly got way little pushback on saying that James Joyce was the first vaporwave novelist. Yeah, well, I think it's just because it's true. People know. <laughs> You'd, I would have imagined more people would have been upset by that, but I guess I'm already pandering to the literally like two other people in the world who've read Finnegan's Wake, and they're both like, yeah, no, nah, I see it. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think James Joyce is uh, 
currently kind of yeah you're appealing to a very small set of people there aren't you it's not it's a very specific demographic everyone who can everyone who has the tools to get my jokes could fit into one room and they all like the jokes because we're all so lonely <laughs> that room is called like this apartment brilliant <laughs> can't afford not to laugh at these jokes what are you going to do alienate all three of the other people mm. <laughs> you're going to want to think ahead on that one <laughs> so Jamelia, what is your worst take of all time oh god your absolute most vile opinion that you could possibly state oh no you can't ask me that <laughs> can and did. you cannot ask me that i have so many like do it i oh god it's so hard because i try really hard to be a good person but i'm just not you know i don't know what what the worst take is i i routinely say stuff that apparently pisses people off but it's not even stuff that i think is offensive but then i don't know like i said quite recently in in the wake of um, the movie that came out, that Queen were bad, and apparently that's bad. the thing that pissed a lot of people off. It's not the worst take of all time because I feel like a lot of people feel that way, but I got fucking destroyed for that, and it's just like no. That's no, a no. that's a boldly incorrect take, is how I feel. That <laughs> it takes a certain amount of stones to just be like fuck them. But I'm like that's wild. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> You love to see it. You you love to see takes like that, right? And I I I'm in the same boat. I agree. Queen, are maybe if not bad, then definitely overrated. Yeah, I can follow overrated. I think calling them bad requires hating sounds that are good. That's how I feel mm. about that one. They have a song yeah. called "Don't Try Suicide," and it is the funniest song in the world. <laughs> well, the I heard is, that one, but uh... I th- I don't I don't actually think. Queen are bad, but it is fun to say you... Queen are bad though. Well, this is it. This is why it's a hot take. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's why it's a take. Because yeah. if you're not saying things that you know will piss people off, it's not a take. You're just giving an opinion then. You're just giving an opinion. And, and people really they we love hot takes, but some people cannot handle hot takes. They they want to play with fire, but they can't stand that heat. <laughs> but that's why it's fun. <laughs> Something I love saying. Kinks are better than the Beatles. That pisses people off for some reason. It's true, though. No, I fucking back it, because I also think the Beatles are fucking terrible. Now, again, no one actually thinks that. No one no one actually thinks they're terrible. That's, that's, that's not true. I don't believe that. I, I do not like the Beatles. I've never liked the Beatles. There is a fucking great conspiracy theory about the fact that John Lennon is actually dead and was replaced with a clone a very long time ago. We'll talk about that after the show, if you like. Wait, John, Paul McCartney. John, John Lennon? I thought you meant Paul McCartney. Oh, no, fuck Paul McCartney, sorry. Yeah. That would be bad. amazing if there was a second one. They were like, no, that one's just true, but yeah, John yeah. Lennon was also replaced. <laughs> <laughs> no, Paul McCartney, I'm a twat, yeah. Paul, it's Paul McCartney, yeah. Um... <laughs> But I, I genuinely have never enjoyed the Beatles music. And also, that's... they're just fucking, they're always like fucking sketchy people anyway. Like, that's true. That part, yeah. that part is true. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. 
I, I don't think Ringo was sketchy, mainly because he seems like he was stoned out of his fucking mind, like, every second of the day. So, yeah. like, he would move physically too slow to do anything. He was probably too high to do anything problematic, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets away with it. He'd be two-thirds of the way through completing a racist thought like Eric Clapton, but then he'd get distracted by seeing something really bright and shiny, and he'd yeah. slowly pivot his head, like a turtle, to... uh to gaze upon it. Yeah, yeah. Did George Did George do anything sketchy? What did he do? He got stabbed a lot that one time. That, that, that's not his fault, though. Unless he antagonized <laughs> it, someone. It does make him like Euronymous. Yeah, mate. Does, there's, yeah. there's no smoke without fire. <laughs> <That's> just, <laughs> okay, there is your worst take. <laughs> Victim blaming George Harrison for his own stabbing. <laughs> Wow. Cancelled. Someone's breaking into your house to stab you? What did you do to make him that mad? You gotta have antagonized that person at some point by being a celebrity. Yeah, wow. Yeah, totally cancelled now. I'm I'm gonna hang up now. (laughs) I think think it's easy to say that George Harrison is the least abominable of the Beatles because you feel like he's uh, at some point you like him uh, Ringo feels mean to be angry towards him because that's like bullying. Um, yeah, you can kind of tell that the Beatles bullied Ringo. He was yeah. like the butt of all the jokes in the ring in the like tour bus. Yeah, you, you just know that about him. Yeah, I, I think so. I imagine every time they made cracks about like yeah, like uh, Ringo is not even the best drummer in the Beatles. They'd go backstage and you'd be like, why would you say that about me? Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. What? What? Com- what compelled you to say that about me? Well, yeah, they used to joke all the time about um, Ringo being fucking terrible, and they used to like. Yeah, that's just because of... he's a drummer. <laughs> but they used to like say that you know that like Paul Paul McCartney like wrote most of the drums and stuff, and they just used to fucking dunk on him all the time. It's so mean. <clears throat> yeah, they're like they John Lennon. On... They should have been junking on John Lennon for being such an absolute tool. I mean, that's where I was going to go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But luckily, he died a long time ago. Don't worry about it. (laughs) That's true. He died on my birthday too. Oh, did he? Was it your birthday? Yeah, December eighth. Yeah, that's how. uh... So, if anyone wants to dox me, that's one less thing you gotta you gotta (laughs) cinch down. (laughs) Easy peasy. Yeah. So Um, I. uh... I love Sorry. to administer hot takes. It's uh, it's pretty solid. I love mostly to tweak the nose of uh, big punk fans because even when they're like fucking thirty five, they act like they're sixteen and they're being bullied in high school. Oh yeah, it's great. They they can't handle the idea that someone doesn't like some of their music or finds them somewhat annoying some of the time. They just can't handle that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. No punk band is as cool as King Diamond is personally. Hmm. Not none of them, just not one. <laughs> King Diamond are fucking amazing, right? Yeah, right, exactly. Oh, one of my personal favorites, and it's like <clears throat> not even really a hot take because I'm not saying it specifically to piss people off. It's like a gen a genuine thing that I genuinely believe and have always believed um, is that scar punk is the worst thing in the entire world. Yeah, like, thank you. That's objectively true. Yes, the most disgusting thing in the world, and man, I don't know. 
I can't, yeah. I, it makes me feel ill. It's it's like they looked at they looked at a bunch of uh, black people making uh, music about their oppression, and they're like, uh-huh. "What if we made that way shittier though? Like way <laughs> shittier." Yeah, and the same like, with like UB40 with reggae. Yeah. And they're like, that sounds interesting. Let's give it a shot. And then the Aquabats were formed. And they were like, <laughs> yeah, this feels really insanely offensive. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I mean, white people co-opting music that isn't theirs and making it worse. It's not a new thing, is it? Tale as old as time. Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would I say right up, right up with ska punk. And this one sometimes gets me some flack. Folk punk is fucking awful. Yeah. It's yeah. people who don't yeah. have the energy to make, like, cool punk music, but also don't have the subtlety or skill to make good folk music, and they fetishize not practicing ever as somehow good. But I think, I think there's a Venn diagram of genres, right, where um, folk punk and ska punk and a couple of other genres kind of intersect... And in the middle of that Venn diagram is just not bathing. Yeah, I see it. There's a there's a couple. There's a couple. You get white man dreadlocks in there as well somewhere. That's true. Yeah. So you get some scar scar bands who are like super into their looks and getting just sharp suits and a brill cream and all that stuff. And that's on the opposite end of the like. horseshoe theory where they just becomes uh, utterly disgusting because of how much they look after their appearance yes yes exactly you're like you're like there's an upper there's an upper you gotta have hobbies man well yeah they have hobbies they have hobbies doing their hair is their hobby wearing checkers is yes. their hobby yes <clears throat> exactly doing wearing stars. bowling shoes unironically in public and wearing bowling shirts but then actually in in this in this if you're going to continue down this path then you eventually get to like psychobilly and rockabilly which mm. i happen to think is one of the worst things in the entire world yeah because... and really really infested with nazis in a way oh. that makes black metal look like the wait wait wait, wait 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 what what you haven't heard how do you how do you not know about this i'm like, american we don't dude, have rockabilly here anymore we got rid rock, of that oh, yeah. well, it's, it's moved to germany well yeah, yeah in certain communities in germany rockabilly, and, uh, is, rockabilly is like rockabilly is firstly where goths go to die when they get true. old enough when they get old enough and they're like fuck man i can't keep wearing this heavy shit anymore my back hurts like then they go to rockabilly but i mean ultimately rockabilly is full of racists and any group of people that are yearning for a time in the past where black people had no rights and they're all that's i'm seeing it now yeah i was born in the wrong era and all this fucking nonsense there's too little racism in this era i'm looking at how much racism there is now and despite there being a whole lot of it i think there's not enough yeah yeah i mean this is it yeah that's the rockabilly ethos that's the mindset Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and it produced a massive amount of genuine neo Nazis. Yeah, uh, that's look why I'm up, glad. Like, rockabilly Nazi tattoo. There's this one I guy don't, who's I like, don't want to look that up. <laughs> look it up. Oh man, that's an order. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna hate this. 
Yeah, and the FBI agent monitoring your computer will be like, oh, another another day, another dollar at the <laughs> computer. But uh, yeah, he's looking up Nazi things now. Who had that in the pool? Who had that in the pool? <laughs> I just looked up the rockabilly Nazi tattoo. Um, there's a lot of them. Wow. Yeah. Which one? I, I thought it'd be just one of them, but uh, no, there's a lot. That's oh, yeah. distressing. I'm glad I'm not near find a computer the, right uh... now. Oh shit! Is it the one of the zombie, like rockabilly chick wearing like an SS hat? What? That uh, could sucks. be. Yeah. Jesus, that's so stupid and corny too. Yeah. That's she so... also. She also. She's also has like. Oh man, I don't even want to say what's going on here. That what? that reminds me. Why googling it... safe search off? Because I've not seen that. Also, rockabilly girls seem to really like uh, Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad. That's like really changed her aesthetic. The uh, the over the overlap of white Harley Quinn fans and racism is unsurprising to me. Yeah. 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 No, I get it. I get that. I don't blame Paul Dini for that. He's the guy who made Harley Quinn. I don't think he was looking at that going like, racists are really going to love this one. I just think, you know, racists looked at her and were like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't understand what she's getting at with, this, uh, with these character choices at all. Yeah, I love racism. Yeah. I just like, I just basically just sent your Twitter this tattoo because <laughs> I can't fucking let you guys get, I, I can't let you get away with not seeing this basically. I'm is so it like, offended. is that like a topless Nazi who's also dead or something? No, <laughs> oh, I've seen that. Yeah, that's. Oh God. Yeah, yeah, that that that's that's very wrong. That the text itself is bad enough, but actually the concept yeah. of picture, like, I mean, it took it took me a while to figure out that that was semen. Was it yeah. what? Okay, was that DM'd <laughs> to you or did or was it tweeted? Was, I want to see this. That was DM'd to me. <laughs> But uh, I'll describe it. So uh, there's a, a woman uh, who is wearing a uh, SS officer's hat. Um, she looks to be of the rank Obersturmführer. And she has a part, her face is partially a skull. She uh, seems to have semen on her bottom lip and her hands. Uh, and there's text that says, Swallow, bitch, um, in Ooh. kind of a gritty kind of typewriter font. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. that sucks. Uh, that sucks a lot. Yeah, I, charity. It could be interpreted as like anti-Nazi, but um, I think I'm being a I bit too think, charitable I there. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. It's no, also a wee bit sex assaulty for my oh, yeah. tastes personally. Yeah. Just you know, don't like it. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm quite against this image and the person's skin who is on and I'd the tattooist who agreed to do that. I'm going to neg all these people. <laughs> I think, I I think, think it's hot, fine. I think the hot take here is that this tattoo is bad. Yeah. That's a solid I'm take. I <laughs> strongly agree with that. That... Uh, <laughs> On, on a more positive note, is there anything mm -hmm. more positive than Judas Priest? No. No, nothing. No. Literally the top. Because Judas yeah, and... Priest is fucking great. My hottest metal take I could probably summon is that if I could pick one to be removed from reality forever, I would pick Black Sabbath over uh, Judas Priest to be deleted. I love wow. Black Sabbath. I'm not 
saying anything negative about them. I even fucking love Sabotage, and we sold our souls to rock and roll. think those are great, but if I had to pick one to survive in a new reality, it would be Judas Priest. Damn. Shit. Yeah. Shit. That's, that's a hard one. The more that you think about it, the more you feel it in your gut, you're like, one of these is going to be gone forever. Yeah. And I'm like, I'd go with Judas Priest's got to survive. I, mean, I don't go want... Sabbath. I don't want either of them to go away. They're uh, sorry, the, the Thanos click is happening. Important. You've got to you got to pick one. Yeah, this is the two the two most important metal bands of all time. Yeah. No, fuck this. I can't. <laughs> What's I can't frustrating is I initially would tell that to people with like Iron Maiden and Judas Priest, and that one was too oh, easy wherever yeah. everyone be like i love iron maiden but let's be real here and i was like that's fair that's fair because that's how i feel as well yeah mm. <laughs> that's yeah. crazy yeah iron maiden yeah. bye just sabbath right? priest is like it, it's like that uh ethical question where like your son gets caught in the gears of a ship <clears throat> lock and you have to either save the boat or you kill your own son it's like that but for metal yeah, which that's, makes it much not, more important. It's not a hard decision to make, is it? You can have more children; it's fine. That's true. If you're like, "Bye, kid," shouldn't, yeah. get, shouldn't have gotten stuck in that in that gear lock. I don't know what to tell you. I told you not to play with big ass gears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Just I have can, another I can one. see the childless people in this conversation. <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm sorry. But, uh... I'm just here to give you the rough news. If your kid's playing in big ass gears, you know. Hmm. Yeah, well, those people could have not gone on a cruise. Who goes on cruises? Old people and rich people. Who that's don't we true. need? Old people, rich people. Who do we that's, need? Children. That's, this is a strong argument. I'm now on the other side. I'm sorry. <laughs> boat's got to go. If anything, there's a moral imperative to sink the boat. <laughs> yeah, and you're also destroying a load of property that belongs to a huge corporation. Yeah, fuck it, that it's, boat. Yeah. It's praxis to destroy like, that boat. What I'm a militant like against that? the boat now. No, what if it's like that fucking cool metal cruise thing? There's no such thing. Yeah, whatever it's called. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but 99 times out of 100, it's going to be a bunch of rich white people. White yeah. people love cruises. I don't know what it is about my people. We love getting on boats. It's like we learned nothing from the Titanic. We watched yeah. that whole ass long as fuck movie. And just walked away with the only lesson being, I sure do love that D- Dion woman. Celine Dion. Who does have killer pipes, by the way. Yeah, yeah she's fucking music, amazing. But killer, killer singer. She's amazing. She's amazing. I, I think um, at, at all, all white people have done the um, go into the prow of a boat and sticking your arms out thing at one point. It, that, that's like our mecca, is the front yeah. of boats. And just going there and like sticking your arms out. I hate it, but it's we, true. We all have to do that at some point. I've never, I've never personally done that. Um, if I've ever been on a boat, I've never made it further than the bar. Let's be honest, because boats are fucking terrifying. It's true. Virginia Woolf wrote a whole ass book about how white people are inexorably drawn to the sea. And if she had lived only a little bit longer, she would have included a chapter where the main character of To the Lighthouse throws her arms out like Rose from, uh, from Titanic. <laughs> yeah. And she did die by suicide in the sea. So That's true. Possibly while doing that pose as well. Yeah, we there you we, go. No one can know. Mm-hmm. And then the body named the album after a line from her suicide note. But uh, 
We've got to mention wait, the body wait, in every... Wait, which which album was that? Uh, I Have Fought Against It by Kante Longer. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that was in her suicide note, because I Virginia have Wolf. not memorized her suicide note. There you go. Fake poser. That's true. Yeah, fucking poser. <laughs> not only a fake Virginia Woolf fan, but even more importantly, a fake body fan, which technically means I'm fired. <laughs> yeah, and cancelled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, so before we sign off, mm-hmm. uh, Jamelia, where is Ifka playing soon? Where can we see you? Where can what? you see us? Yeah, why aren't you playing Manchester anytime soon? Uh, do you hate the North? Uh, why do well, you hate Northern people? Is it because you look down on us because we don't live in London and we're all like, Ugh, I pay £7 for a beer. Please. <laughs> Dark silence. Say that, yeah. Uh, that that wasn't me trying to defend myself by the way i'm just saying i also miss not paying very much for a beer um what was i gonna say oh okay uh where can you come and what i'm god i need to make this sound attractive don't i so people actually come and watch us um (laughs) uh we are playing this saturday at the boston music rooms in london with our good friends in Spalbard and Watch Cries and Morrow. Um, so All good bands. Yeah, yep. exactly. Saturday the 16th, that is. Um, and then the next show is uh, April the 7th. So that is the Anal Nathrak and Akakoka show at the Garage in London. Um, that's going to be fucking, yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I would, yeah, I'd highly advise coming for that one as well um we are doing a couple of other dates as well so we're playing in leicester on the 18th cheltenham on the 19th southampton on the 20th um you can also catch us at strange forms festival in leeds at the Breednell social club um and a bunch of a bunch of other fun stuff after that as well we're playing arctangent festival we're playing boomtown festival on the earache factory stage with napalm death and at the gates Um, oh fuck yeah wow yeah that's That's... the thing that's happening (laughs) yeah um and yeah just i would just say if any you know if you're interested in coming and watching us at all just keep an eye keep an eye on the socials because we'll keep you updated yeah uh i think but you're at ithaca band on twitter yeah yeah exactly on instagram and uh Sorry, Instagram and Twitter. That's our handle. Yeah, and it's a good follow too, folks. They often tweet intelligent and funny things, <laughs> which is all you want from from a twit from a, a good follow. Yeah, um, I mean, tweets are good... mainly by me and Sam. Sam is is the intelligent stuff. Me, mainly the memes and pissing off Nazis. So there's something for everyone. So yeah, which, and it's, which two things are all you really need to get through your day? <laughs> so yeah, uh, so you want to introduce us to the last, the second band you picked? See you, Space Cowboy. Oh uh, yeah, fuck, of course. Because um, they're so good. Man, this band, this band is unreal. I'm so hyped that I, I, that I actually listened to them. Um, so this is uh, self help specialist. Ends Own Life by CU Space Cowboy. Yeah, and CU Space Cowboys sound like the Blood Brothers, but even better. And they're amazing. 
Yeah. And um, yeah. And I love sass screamo. It's like <laughs> my, my new favorite genre of all time now. Agreed. Yeah. It's, and, and these guys have good politics. They're good, they're good folks. They have like zine um, libraries at their shows and they're, they're just generally good people. So do check them out and go see Ithaca. Go see them with uh, Ananakaraf and Akakoka. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. If but, you uh, listen to this podcast, you know the band we're trying to say. There's yeah. zero chance you haven't heard of them before. Yeah, and zero chance you haven't mispronounced them either, okay? You I don't know how to say their name. I know their records are good. That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> and Akakoka are Satanists too, like proper ones. So, exactly. Yeah. And not not the whack ass. I'm just the libertarian, or like I'm just mad at my mom kind. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's like... some of the there's some yeah. of the people that got me into a legit, um, uh, more thorough like Luciferian worship because they also have really good liner notes, which <laughs> is very important for bands. Most bands <laughs> overlook that. I'm that one motherfucking guy who reads the liner notes, and I judge. When people are like, I thank Peavy, and that's it. And I'm like, look, we all love Peavy. I, I, I know about Van Halen. you got to give me more to work with. And they do. Yeah. They're like, it here's some book. Give you real, the real shit. Real insider info. Yeah. God, I've got to fucking sort my liner note game out. Jesus. Right? Yeah. That shit's fire for, for all like six of us who actually read liner notes. I'm boring. I'll read that. I'll read that typography shit at the very end. Be like, oh, that's the font they used. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just thinking of putting the lyrics in there, but actually, I feel like that's a bit dull. You can throw I anything you want in there. What's amazing about liner notes is, like, since only six of us ever read them, you can put fucking anything in there. Yeah. You can put the yeah. wildest shit in there, and people like no one will know. Only like only like nine people will know, but they'll you'll all be like, yeah. I actually put some like state secrets in there. No one knows though. Government yeah, doesn't even know. Like, uh, They're not going to read that. Remember uh, Moby, the album played that everyone got. I bet no yeah. one knew that instead of putting lyrics to his songs because he you know stole the, all the music from black people again. Mm-hmm. He he just put a bunch of essays about veganism and prison reform in his liner notes. Did and he actually, actually do that? Yeah, yeah. They're actually decent essays. They're yeah, not bad. They're uh, they're they're solid essays. Yeah, so yeah, so. Yeah, get on that, all other bands. Yeah, I mean, I feel really bad now. That's one Look, there's for. always album number two. True, true. We'll up our game, trust me. There'll be something for everyone. Yeah, all, all six of the liner note guys are going to be <laughs> totally stoked on that. But, uh, Look, okay. we get real excited in forums when people up their liner note game. We're, we're all about it. We tell all six of each other about it. Mm-hmm. Well, it will be the line of names will be dedicated to all six of you. You'll all each get an individual name check. Hell yeah. We'll know <laughs> what that means. <laughs> and also fucking PV. Hell yeah. Thank you for the, the 5150 PV. guy. <laughs> fucking Thank sponsor you for making, me. Thank you for making Van Halen a possibility. <laughs> so anyway speaking of stuff to read we'll be back next week with uh talking about the book lanny it's kind of like what if the babadook was really english and a prose poem and um it's actually good i liked it anyway yeah uh, that so, description made it sound like it was much worse than it was oh yeah 
it, yeah. it sounded like that was me damning it, but it's actually it actually works really well to do the Babadook, but really, really super English, and also as a prose poem. Um, so we'll be back with that one, and we'll be uh, we've got a Patreon now, so I just want to give a shout out to all our Patreon subscribers if I can find them. Oh, it's gonna take a second. <laughs> Is it not loading because there are none? No, we have four. It's, oh, your, st- it's your six liner note, guys, right? Yeah, it, it's four of them, and the fifth one is... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm on the show, so I don't, I don't yeah. get to... <laughs> so, the shout-outs go to David, Florian, Matthew, and Ross, our entirely male lineup of uh, subscribers <laughs> for a podcast that... Uh, Spotify's analytics says is 82% male audience. I mean, they do say that a group of white men is collectively known as a podcast. So, yeah, and that is true. The podcast listeners as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you, you've, you've just gone out to uh, like 80% men have listened to this mm-hmm. and 10% non binary people as well, according to Spotify. Oh, That's okay. Good. Yeah, Interesting. That, doing pretty well in the non binary like uh category but um yeah i just want to up our game with like yeah cis ladies mm-hmm. they're uh yeah they're important too well i mean keep on rocking see <laughs> see who uh see who likes it yeah women not not women apparently but, um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the answer yeah so it's just high school all over again i mean this might it, it, this might be the turning point for you I'm hoping, yeah. I mean, we've had mainly women guests, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think majority women artists or writers that we've talked about, and uh, yeah, we're still not doing. It. I think, I think, yeah. women just think we're trying too hard. They were just like male feminist like, guys. Yeah, you know, if there's something funny about this, I say no, and they're yeah. like, yeah. got it, yeah. <laughs> we too good talking. to be true. Exactly, yeah. We've been male feminists. You need like, to be a I... bit shittier. That's true. We need to we need to be like uh, the Chapo boys. We need to just start saying problematic stuff on the web. Yeah, we should oh start uh, negging the, uh, women into, into liking our show. <laughs> that is a terrible idea. That <laughs> okay, is the worst thing it. I've ever heard. <laughs> that's, that's a really god awful idea. Okay, here's uh, see you, space cowboy. <laughs>